as sudden through for years admonished home of human ills the last extreme beware beware dreamer a slow sudden death how dreadful that deliberate surprise be wise today tis madness to defer next day the fatal precedent will plead thus on till wisdom is pushed out of life procrastination is the thief of time year after year it steals till all are fled and to the mercies of a moment leaves the vast concerns of an eternal scene mm-hmm. I know that's right I know that I'm not the only one going through this I am a dreamer I dream I have vision when I close my eyes you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind but the thing is I I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. So I'm in my poetry fields today. I'm in my poetry fields. For those of you who don't know, that was a poem called Night Thoughts. The full title is The Complaint or Night Thoughts on Life, Death, and Immortality by Edward Young. It was created in 1742. And I love words, love how words make me feel. So poems, ah, right up my alley. Songs, ah, right up my alley. I would break it down in my Southern vernacular twang slang thing, but it's pretty straightforward to me. But maybe this part will help. So welcome back, guys, to the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast with me, Miss Terry Nikki. For those of you who are new, Thoughts of a Dreamer is a podcast that's specifically designed and dedicated to and for dreamers. And creatives, creators, entrepreneurs, visionaries, inventors who feel as though ah, I can't get to that next level. So I'm here to, you know, just talk it out. Have a conversation. Talk out some of those mental hurdles or roadblocks you may be experiencing so that you can achieve and live out your dreams. So welcome. Welcome. Okay. Now, I've been on this entrepreneurial mindset train for the longest, but I'm going to stop that train at this station because there are some things I need to talk about that have been tap dancing on my little mind. The last couple of episodes or maybe the last episode I mentioned that I have been going through a major death in the family and it's been a very interesting time. A few episodes ago, maybe sometime last month or two months ago, I created a podcast called, uh, I think, Pivotal Moments and Desperate Decisions, where I talked about the moments in life that just shift us a bit. And this incident is a pivotal moment for me. I do not want to sound morbid at all when I'm saying this, but I really want to put some things into perspective. When you're going about your day and you do things as regularly scheduled, our mind goes on autopilot. Honestly, we don't attach or affix any emotion to the things that we're doing. But sometimes we have these pivotal moments that happen in our lives that causes us to look at what we've been doing, to look at the mundane, to look at our routine and just assess 
where we are. And sometimes if that pivotal moment is strong enough, it will shift you from where you are into somewhere new, somewhere different, to where you mentally have to readjust. One thing that this pivotal moment in my life has done for me is to put things into perspective. Being at home and being around my family members, being around uh, all of my grandfather's things, seeing all of the projects that weren't done, I started to think about time. I started to think about delays. I started to think about our mindset. My grandfather and I would have multiple conversations about all the things that he wanted to get done, everything that he wanted to do that he couldn't do either A, because of health, B, because he, you know, didn't have the the time to do it, or there were other things that took precedent or, you know, priority. But all in all, now my family and I, we're just looking and observing all of the things that need to get done that weren't finished. And while you are moving along the cabin of your day-to-day lives, you never think, or some of us, I can't say all of us, but some of us don't think how time is not, what's the word? Regenerate. Is that a word? It doesn't regenerate. You don't get time back. It's like when it's gone, it's gone. You can't take or you can't go backwards in time. You can't do this back to the future type thing. You can't do time travel. There's nothing that you can do to go backwards. You can't get the minutes back, the hours back, the seconds back, the weeks, years, months back. You can't get that back. And the ambiguity of time, it's crazy. You have no idea how many seconds, how many minutes, how many hours, how many days, weeks, years, centuries, decades. You don't know how much time is allotted to you as a human. You don't know. So it is interesting to think of time as fleeting something you can't get back yet we continually put it off i don't know what that it is for you but there's something in your life that you put off i guarantee you i guarantee it because most of us have something in our lives that we put off we wait until tomorrow we will do it later We'll procrastinate, we'll push it to the side, we'll delay it, we'll set it to the back burner until, you know? This part of my life I'm understanding or I'm really, it's hitting home how risky it is to put things off just because you are not aware if tomorrow is promised. You don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow. And I don't mean to sound morbid. So please don't take this as though I am talking about, you know, mortality and things of that nature. I am just simply putting into perspective the fact that we don't know 
what tomorrow brings or what tomorrow holds. So how are we so comfortable with saying we'll do it tomorrow, with risking getting it done today and being confident that there will be a tomorrow for us to do it? And the reason why I'm making this so grand and so big is because, you know, procrastination has been my friend for years, for years. And I, I didn't quite understand the long-term effects of procrastination. You know, to be honest with you, I affixed the title procrastinator to one of my core competencies. <laughs> Like, I have to say the word slow. This is one of those words I have to say slow because I miss I miss letters, I add letters, I sound, you know, anyway, that's just a, a word for me. But my core values, who I am to the core, I would always add the term procrastinator and just like, that's just who I am. That's just what it is. That's what it does. But I never took account the long-term effects of procrastinating. I didn't. And understanding what procrastination is, Understanding what procrastination does and trying to figure out how I can get out of that has been honestly my journey for the past couple of weeks because time waits for no one waits for no one. So when I ran across that poem by Edward Young, I'm like, yo, this, yo, this fits, this fits. And I found more uh, because the, the title of this article that I found is called procrastination is the thief of time. So they did insert more quotes and I want to share those with you. So in the novel, David Copperfield by Charles Dickens, the quote was my advice is never do tomorrow. What you can do today. Procrastination is the thief of time. Collar him. Oh my gosh. It's it's Martin Luther King made this statement. We're now faced with the fact that tomorrow is today. We're confronted with the fierce urgency of now in this unfolding conundrum of life and history. There is such a thing as being too late. Procrastination is the thief of time. (laughs) Life often leaves us standing bare, naked and dejected with a lost opportunity. The tide in the affairs of men does not remain at the flood. It ebbs. We may cry out desperately for time to pause in her passage, but time is deaf to every plea and rushes on. Over the bleached bones and jumbled residue of numerous civilizations are written the pathetic words, too late. There is an invisible book of life that faithfully records our vigilance or our neglect. And that was in a 1967 speech at Riverdale, or excuse me, Riverside Church in New York. And it's, it's like, when you think about it, procrastination is 1000% the thief of time. You spend more time thinking about how you feel about doing something, what you don't want to do, as opposed to doing it. We spend more time worrying about the dangers And so then that procrastination kind of creeps in and lulls us into this place where we feel comfortable in putting it off. But see, one of the long-term effects of procrastination is the death of a dream. Another long-term effect of procrastination 
is stagnancy. You know, when you continually put things off, it becomes ingrained in you. It becomes a habit. You lose motivation. You don't have the sense of urgency to get anything done. You wait until the last minute. And sometimes, majority of the time, last minute isn't your best. Not putting your best foot forward, getting away with enough. Eventually, it'll catch up to you. But when you're not motivated to do anything, then you become lethargic. You lay. You chill. You allow life to pass you by. And that's not something that I personally took into consideration. Hmm. Rita Emmett made a statement saying the dread of doing a task uses up more time and energy than doing the task itself. This quote is attributed to Wayne Gretzky and it says procrastination is one of the most common and deadliest of diseases and its toll on success and happiness is heavy. It's accredited to Benjamin Franklin by stating you may delay, but time will not. Let me repeat that. You may delay, but time will not. Time will not. And the last little quote, this was written by Hunter S. Thompson in a letter written in 1958. It says, a man who procrastinates in his choosing will inevitably have his choice made for him by circumstance. Okay. A man who procrastinates in his choosing will inevitably have his choice made for him by circumstance. That ties in all these episodes that I've been talking about. No decision is worse than making the wrong decision because you're going to have circumstance choose it for you. You're going to miss that opportunity. So you ain't got to worry about making a choice. Procrastination. Putting things off. Waiting until the last minute. Risking the fact that you know that you're going to wake up tomorrow. Risking the fact that you will have the ability to do it tomorrow. And you don't know that. You don't know. But see, I don't want to talk as though, or, or I don't want to speak as though I'm talking to the lazy mofos laying on the couch eating bonbons and chips. I'm not saying that at all. Because most of us are in our waking lives. We make moves and we do things that we know that we need to do. But there are certain things that we want to do, that we desire to do, that we crave to do as dreamers and creatives and entrepreneurs and visionaries. And is that speaking to that part of our heart that we procrastinate with doing? And that's because there are different types of procrastinators. Procrastination isn't just laziness, okay? Procrastination, putting it off, delaying is not just laziness. Sometimes there are reasons behind the procrastination. So let's dig those up. Let's put those to the forefront so we can try to call them out for that self-awareness deal. You may be the procrastinator that just don't know how the hell to get started. You sit, you delay because you don't know what in the happy hell to do. You may be a procrastinator who's afraid to F up. 
fear failure. Instead of failing or falling on your face, you just choose not to do it. You procrastinate, you wait, you delay. Some people feel as though they're not going to be perfect. This ain't going to come out right. This ain't going to look good. This is going to make me look bad. This is going to reflect negatively on me. mm, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to wait. Okay. And that's stemming from their perfectionism. You have other people who honestly just overwhelmed. You keep piling on, piling on, piling on, listing things to do, piling on to where you're now looking up at this big mountain. You don't know how to really bite that mountain. So therefore you lay up and you take a nap. Yeah, I, I, I do that too. You know, ever since I was little, when I was a little girl, I've always been the type of person who loves to stay busy. I want to stay busy, but in wanting to stay busy, I will often overload myself. And even now in my big age of 35, my mom can always note when I have overloaded myself. She was like, you're doing too much. I'm like, what? And she said, you always get the same way when you overload yourself. And that is extremely overwhelmed. And when I'm overwhelmed, I sleep. (laughs) I need to be doing everything else under the sun. But when I'm overwhelmed, I'm going to take a nap. Terry, you sure is sleeping a lot. What you got going on? And then I'll tell her. She was like, yeah, you're overwhelmed. <laughs> she, she, she always tells me, have you overworked yourself? But I always put myself in that situation because I, I like being busy. But that then kickstarts or kicks in this procrastinator in me because I don't know what to do first. I don't know how to take a chunk out of that mountain. I don't know how to, how to do that first, initially. Some people procrastinate because of other things outside of them. Like, I don't have the money to do this. Or I have other things that I need to do with my family. Or I don't know how to deal with this right now. So I'm going to I'm going to push off that until later. See, there are different types of procrastinators. We all are not the same. We're not all just being lazy. Sometimes we have to figure out what in the world is really stopping us or pausing us from doing the things that we need to do. So if you are any type of this, as far as procrastinator in that regard, let's, 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 let's chit chat. Okay. Let's chit chat. So in Lou of time. I'm going to pause this bad boy right here and I'm going to hit y'all back up on the next episode and we're going to talk more about procrastination. We're going to talk about more of the effects and what we can do to kind of move forward in that. So this one, this topic hits home for me. It hits home for me. So excuse my passion. Excuse my passion with this. I just really want us to get in front of and understand what it is that we're doing to ourselves long-term. Putting it off right now is not helping anything. It's hurting everything. And if we continually put that thing off, (laughs) we're never going to reach what we want to. We're always going to feel like we're behind. We're always going to feel stuck. We're always going to feel a certain kind of way. So let's get this thing together now. Let's, Let's chop this off at the head and let's figure this thing out to move forward. All right. I'll see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast with me, Terry Nikki. If you like this episode, 
Don't be stingy. Feel free. Go ahead and share it. Send this to anyone you feel is in their own way and just need a little bit of a nudge. Also, follow me on social media at TOA underscore dreamer on IG, Twitter, and TikTok for more content. Follow me on Facebook at TOA Dreamer, no underscore, because huh, they wouldn't let me. And do me a favor, y'all know how finicky this algorithm is. Rate me on the podcast with your favorite platform. It'll help this message see more people. Lastly, be sure to have those notifications on because y'all never know when I may feel extra and drop a bonus episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. Until next time.